Yes, Lord. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whenever you are listening, I am your host, Herb. And welcome back to the HNS Podcast. You are listening to the celebratory landmark. Ooh, hold up. Before I actually introduce the rest of the episode, because this is episode 30 of the Asian podcast, before I kick things off, I got to give a quick shout out to Washed Out in the background with the song Hard to Say Goodbye. This is a bop. This is an old one. If you guys haven't yet heard this, this is off the project Mr. Mellow, released in 2017. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's called Hard to Say Goodbye. But anyways, guys, welcome to the HNS Podcast. This is episode 30. Can you guys believe it? We made it to 30 episodes. This is a landmark. And it only took two years. Two and a half years. <coughs> That's what happens when you um, when you take a break. So I was actually not going to pod today. But it actually is very hard to say goodbye. So I had to come on here. I had to start podding. There's a bunch of cool things I discovered over the last couple of days. And because I wanted you guys to have a good-ass day, you know? So shit. When you get up and you're driving and you're chilling, I hope this song inspires you. I hope this makes you want to have a good day. Or at the very least, momentarily puts a smile on your face when you hear the beautiful sounds like this. You see? It's the weekend. It's probably first Fridays when you're hearing this. You guys should go out tonight. It's probably great weather. It's been a while since we've had good uh, first Fridays. Supposedly it's going to be sunny. So before the rain comes, let's all go out and have a good-ass time. But let's get into it. Let's get into it, guys. Tonight on the HNS Podcast, the very first thing I want to kick off by saying is thank you, everybody, who purchased merch. It went. It sold out. All of it. Immediately. Round one was gone. You guys fucked me up. But I'm ordering some more. And if you guys definitely want to get in on that one, let me know in advance so you guys get it before that one's gone. I'm going to get some more quantities. But you guys definitely want to hit me up in advance. So thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who bought some merch. You guys are appreciated. This couldn't be done without you. As well as the listeners. Thank Thank you guys who are listeners of the pod. Come back. Every week, multiple times a week sometimes. Just to listen in on what I got to say. And it's not always cool. It's not always cool. But hopefully one of these episodes, you guys learned a little something dope. <clears throat> but anyways, thank you guys for buying my merch. Now, two. If you guys happen to have an Oculus for the VR headsets. And you guys can log into the Metaverse. Go to the Horizons World, right? It's the Facebook one. And this is not a Horizons World ad. This is my ad. I officially launched 
urban society in the VR world. That's right. And actually, I was thinking about doing maybe part of the episode tonight from the VR headset. But I might save that for the next one so it's its own special episode. And I might even capture that one on uh, on video. So if you guys, if you guys think that would be pretty interesting, let me know. But yes, I have a urban society world that you guys can now visit me in horizon worlds and we could podcast on there virtually anytime so just let me know we'll put it together and uh yeah we'll get some going so shout out to me shout out to me shout out to hms and uh we're making big steps you know we're making big steps yeah i thought that was gonna be uh it's going to be a pretty pretty big advancement there, you know? Pretty big uh, step in the right direction. But check this out. The second thing I wanted to talk about is I saw the XXX Tentacion documentary. And let me just say, that documentary is actually very well done. Rest in peace, X. Really makes you kind of put into perspective, you know, how... He was still young and he was very flawed. But the music, the music was also very raw and it was coming from like just this energy. And even to this day, you know, I replayed some of the some of the records or some of the songs and you know some good ass music in there, man. So it's a good ass documentary. If you guys haven't seen it, it's called uh Look at Me. It's out now. Check it out. And apparently there's an album coming um next Friday. The 10th, I believe. Yeah, so double check double check that. But I believe there's an album coming out next Friday. That's going to be the companion record to that. And it's going to have um, unreleased songs that have never been on streaming services. That have been mostly on SoundCloud on it on the first half. And the second half would be uh, just like a compilation of all his biggest hits. So it's like a, it's a greatest hits album. But it's also the first time some songs are going to be hitting streaming services. So it's going to be pretty dope. It's going to be pretty dope. You know, I hope you guys are... Uh, if you guys are XXX Tentacion fans, looking forward to that because uh, I'm looking forward to that. And speaking of which, by now, it's happening in real time as I'm doing this podcast, okay? So I might actually have to cut a snippet in if you guys are interested in that. But by now, the uh, Post Malone album has probably came out, and you guys have probably heard that before you even heard this episode. And I was wondering what post malone is actually going to do you know like um we know we you know we were teased with the songs already so we know what they are but what do you guys think oh no let me see let me see cuz he's got reputation right cooped up so he's got a Roddy Rich feature he's also got it was like a Gunna song he's got a Doja Cat song He's got, oh shit, he's got a couple songs with, he's got, well not a couple, he's got a song with Flea Foxes, that's gonna be interesting. Kid Leroy, The Weeknd, listen, this might be pretty fucking good. This might be pretty fucking good. So, I'm I'm looking forward to that, I'm, I'll include the bonus track at the end of like a, kind of like a live reaction of me listening to it. I don't know if I'll be able to post the whole thing, but. I will record a live reaction when we listen to the record. Um, 
but yeah, I'm looking forward to, to Post Malone coming out. It's it's interesting to see what. I mean, we all move past things so fucking fast, anyways. Like it's crazy. I think Kendrick's album came out. A lot of people liked it. You know, it was it was monumental. It was deep. It was therapeutic. But then people really moved kind of past it real quick. You know, and I noticed that on like YouTube and other streaming services, right to the top, like every other fucking every other week. NBA Youngboy was beating his numbers and shit like that. You know, he's actually up there. No matter what he drops, you know, I'm going to make numbers, you know. So, NBA, shout out NBA. But, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see if Post Malone will dominate with this record. The same way he kind of dominated with the last three. So, I don't know. 12 uh, Carat Toothache. Out by now. So, we'll, uh, we'll see what's up. We'll see what's up. Um, speaking of Kendrick, though. The collaborator on the song We Cry Together, which if you guys haven't heard it yet, you guys should at least check it out once. If you feel uncomfortable, I understand. Because it is a Eminem-style song where Kendrick is going back and forth with Taylor Page in a toxic relationship style of, you know, rapped argument. And it is deep. It is fucking intense. Like, you listen to that shit and you almost feel like you're, you know... It just feels too personal, especially for me, uh, being someone who has not only been in relationships like that, but also grew up with parents who used to fight like that as well. So it's like, I've always been around that that environment. Well, <clears throat> if you want to ramp up your trauma to the next level, apparently Taylor Page and Kendrick Lamar have a short film called We Cry Together. That is, they must have previewed it, or I don't know what they're doing, but... um. She posted up a po- she posted up something on her Instagram. <clears throat> and there might be a short film coming. So if so, that's gonna be some very interesting um theme. Like that's an interesting theme, and I'm curious to see how it's played out. Cause we you know, what was it like two years ago or a year ago, Malcolm and Mary came out, and that was pretty much an argument on Netflix, right? So it's gonna it's kinda like that, except directed by Kendrick. And we already heard the song version, and that shit is fucking insane. So I imagine this short film is going to be equally equally just traumatizing. Like I, I heard somebody say today on another podcast, shout out to Rory, Ma, uh, Rory and Maul podcast, and uh, Damaris was saying that a lot of people, a lot of directors, and a lot of uh, certain musicians create content which could be classified as trauma porn, uh, specifically certain movies and stuff. Um, this might be a fucking trauma porn short film, you know, if you guys want to go in there and experience a crazy ass argument, but at the same time, at the end, it might truly have a different message, you know what I'm saying? Because, because if you think about, if you think about the album, the whole album that came out, it's like, it has like a central theme, right? And all kind of flows but then when you think about that song, it comes in, it's so brash and it's different. And then just like that, it kind of, it goes away, right? So it's almost like the only song that you could say was like, they didn't belong in, in, on, the, on the record, right? But the fact that it has a short film, and at the end of the song on the record, he says, stop tap dancing around the conversation. Maybe the short film is an extension of the conversation. You know what I'm saying? So this might be pretty interesting. This might be pretty interesting. You, uh, I'm going to keep my eyes out for it, but if you guys are Kendrick Lamar fans and you guys happen to also be a fan of that specific song, 
you know, I recommend you keep an eye out for it because there might be a short film coming and maybe it's just an extended music video, you know, kind of like how when Kanye West dropped Runaway all those years ago and his the music video for it was like, was it 15, 20, 30 minute long fucking music video? But it was all for just Runaway. This is probably going to be Kendrick's that, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be maybe like a really long music video he'll eventually drop on YouTube. But for right now, it looks like they're actually playing it in theaters, so... You know, shout out Kendrick. Shout out Kendrick for all the crazy art he's doing. This record. <clears throat> you guys haven't yet heard it. Um, Mr. Morale and the Big Suckers. It's still in my daily rotation to this fucking day. I cannot get Silent Hill out of my head. Like, it's just a, I daily have to just listen to that song. And I actually heard there's a music video coming out for that one as well. So, <clears throat> you know, keep your eyes out for that one. Um... But yeah, shout out Kendrick, man. Shout out um, Taylor Page. Shout out uh, Kodak Black. All his collaborators on his record. You know, I don't, I don't want to sit here and list all of them off, but you know, shout out everybody who who's making waves right now. This is this is a crazy time. This is a crazy time to be alive and um, to be dropping music, honestly. So. Some other records that I'm looking out for this year, since we're talking about, you know, crazy time to drop music, is I'm still waiting to see what Travis Scott's going to drop. His whole Utopia record? Come on, brother. I've been waiting forever, forever, forever. I don't know if you guys heard it on a, pre on a previous podcast, but I actually listened to a YouTube mixtape called See You in Utopia. Amazing. Amazing record, start to finish. It's a It's like a mixtape mashup. I believe it's new, new fresh beats, but he just takes old verses and puts them over his new beats. The whole thing is amazing. It's amazing. So if you guys haven't heard that, you know, check that out. I mean, this whole time waiting for fucking Kendrick, <laughs> there was a record that was getting me through it, or a mixtape getting me through it called um, The Beauty and the Patience. So, you know, YouTube producers right now are just doing their fucking thing. You know, which is like an extension of the last podcast. How I was talking about, you know, Plunder Phonics and Vaporwave and uh, Slowden Reverb. All that really is is just, you know, not necessarily all YouTube creators, you know. Because like I was saying, the Plunder Phonics guy, he was around since the fucking 80s and stuff. But um, that's just like YouTube creatives fucking slowing, so slowing songs down, putting reverb on songs and mashing stuff up. Like the mashups, I've always had an appreciation for mashups, like. Yeah, when you can mash up the right the right two songs and it still goes hard, yeah, that's that's pretty cool, man. That's that's an, that's an art in itself. I I really really appreciate mashups, but like the mixtape artists who are like mashing up verses that are already out with like fresh new production, that's that takes it to the next level. Cause that's what a way to showcase your production. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's almost like an unofficial mixtape but instead of coming from the rapper unofficially jumping on beats he found it's a producer unofficially using verses that are already out that's i mean it's two sides of the same coin in my opinion i think that shit is fire as hell so shout out all youtube producers out there making their you know just content you know from mashups to original beats to mixtapes to whatever you know if you're out there just being a creative i have a i have a you know deep appreciation for that or <laughs> deep appreciation for that you know it's dope as hell that's what i'm trying to do you know like like i said earlier in the pod you know like the hns world now in the metaverse 
now that I kind of have an idea of like what it takes to create different uh, different figures, different objects, shapes, and stuff in the in the meta, I think I need to start doing that some more. Because you know, once I get good at it, who knows? There might be a career opportunity just doing that. So you know, can never can never be closed off to anything really. But yeah, you know, like I was saying. Hope you guys hope you guys are having a good fucking day, man. For real, for real. I love this fucking song. I hope you guys are having a good fucking day today. If you're listening to this early in the day, there is a first Friday kickback under the bridge. Um, apparently it's gonna be at 2130 Jefferson Street in KC Mo for the KC for the Kansas City Metro people listening to this podcast. Gonna be a bunch of a uh, bunch of vendors, live DJs, food trucks, local artists, and shit. I'm hoping to make to make it there. But yeah, it's gonna be dope. You know, check it out, check it out. It's under the bridge. What it's called? First Friday kickback under the bridge. So if you guys have a Facebook and shit, look into it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, let me see, let me see. What else? What else can I talk about? Oh, check this shit out. So. Just a couple days ago, as sad as it was, we had an episode where we had to stop and take a moment of silence. And it pains me that it feels like we're ramping up again at an accelerated rate because now it hasn't even been, what, a week, two weeks? And a man went into a a doctor's office, a medical office in Tulsa. And another tragedy happened again. Oh my God. So guys, uh, another moment of silence. I just can't believe that it's just going to continue happening again and again and again. Like, for a while there, it almost felt like we had peace in the world, right? Like, we were inside because of the quarantine, and life kind of sucked a little bit. But, like, you, we, we took for granted the fact that that wasn't popping up in the headlines. You know? Hi, oh, Lord. I didn't mean to take this podcast down. We're going to take a small break here. I'll be right back in just a second. All right. So I took a little break. Took a little break. And um, like I was saying, I was in real time, right? So I was listening to the Post Malone album. And yes, I kind of rushed through it. But I, I made it through, all right? I listened to the whole record, and I don't know if you guys have heard it yet, but here's my verdict. There's a couple good songs on there. In my opinion, I definitely recommend the hit that already came out, Cooped Up, I mean the single. Then there was a song called Lemon Tree that was alright. It was alright. Insane was cool, because I felt like, oh yeah, I could kind of relate to this. And then, uh... One right now with The weekend, of course, because The weekend has been on a fucking roll. Matter of fact, just listen to the way this song starts, okay? You already know it's going to be all over the radio. 
One Right Now by Post Malone on the weekend. Post Malone's album just came out. 12 carats too thick. You already know this is going to be all over the radio. But the, ma- the majority of the rest of the songs, I'm going to be honest, slow burners, dude. Slow burners. A lot of them are very, very slow. Um, I guess I was expecting more hypey shit, but it makes sense that, you know, in the progression of the Post Malone character, you know, by this time, he's he's been jaded with, with Hollywood. He's been jaded with, you know, the music scene and being rich and famous, so uh, I don't blame him from having, for having these kind of depressing songs. There, there was a couple songs on there that sounded... I don't know if you guys are familiar with Sublime, but Sublime has a couple songs, um, Pool Shark, I think, where they're on the same record. There's like an acoustic version and there's like a, you know, a live version. Like, you know, by live, I mean a band because they were like a band, right? So he kind of has similar thing going on here, Post Malone. He's got like a, a rough recording of a song that was on the record earlier. So it's, it's, it's interesting. It's a good record. You guys should check it out. But a lot of the songs are kind of like slow burners, uh, minus the ones that I mentioned. So I guess it's like three quarters slow burn with one quarter, you know. Got a couple slappers in there. But yeah. I don't know if I necessarily liked it. But I can't necessarily, I, I can't say that Post Malone was, you know, for me. He wasn't necessarily my, uh, my cup of tea. Alright guys, so before I leave you guys, since this is still technically the first episode of June and we're just about to have, you know, first Friday and all that, be on the lookout. I'm not like a Yeezy sponsor or nothing, but I'm a huge Yeezy fucking fan. And apparently, tons of shoes coming out. And if I'm not mistaken, there might be one coming out this weekend. So, you know, his shit drops early in the morning. So be up 8, 9, 10 in the morning trying to buy that shit. Have all your have everybody in your fucking family trying to buy that shit. But it's going to be the Yeezy V3, V3 Compacts, which is supposed to be the most fucking comfortable shoe he has coming out. Then after that, he's got some basketball shoes coming out and stuff. But then the Laceless 700s. So I already own the 700s MNVNs, the minivans. Now he's about to drop some that are like slip-ons. So this is like the first Yeezy tennis shoe, but slip-on tennis shoe. So this is going to be interesting. It's going to be a hot item. So I don't know if you guys are into flipping. But there's nothing like that out yet. So that's one you get, definitely want to cop. If you guys have seen me rocking my foam runners, fucking comfortable. I understand they look like Crocs and they're kind of ugly more. I've always said they look like Bionicles. But people say they look kind of like Crocs and stuff. But trust me, they're comfortable as hell. And they're sleek. They, they're the fucking newest fad. And once you wear them, you're not going to regret them. The thing is, you're going to have to fucking change your whole wardrobe. To accommodate fucking buying funky shoes like that. But totally worth it. Then he's also got the 700s coming out in like a all red. So tr- Yeezys rarely fucking come out in red. So if you guys like Yeezys, you know, the red ones are coming out later this month. And you know the hype behind those. Then you got a couple different, um, you know, regular 350s. Some black and some whites. And then some white foam runners to round out the month. So you know me. I'm going to be locked and loaded, so do not try to fuck with me 
in the mornings of when these shoes are coming out between like fucking seven to ten because you know i'm locked and loaded all devices ready i'm trying my best to buy these shoes because i'm just a fan you know i don't even resell them they're just the shoes you know i love having on like literally right now as i'm potting i'm chilling in some shorts wearing some fucking yeezy slides and they truly are comfortable so if you guys haven't bought a pair of yeezys yet check them out and um if you've just recently bought a pair of Yeezys, let me know what you guys think. Can you guys uh, provide a testimony on the fact that these shoes are pretty fucking comfortable compared to most, you know? But then that's also because a lot of us kind of grew up wearing Vans and fucking Converse, which are just flat, not necessarily the best. They're classic shoes, but if we're being honest, we did it then for aesthetic. Now we're afraid to do it because the aesthetic. Trust me. You'll be the talk of the town, and you'll be in comfort. It's a win-win. <laughs> that, not, that wasn't a paid sponsored easy ad, but that's just me as a fucking fan. That's how I feel. But yeah, so, oh, speaking of fucking easy, I don't even know if I mentioned this on the last podcast, but this fucking man is up to something. So, it was said that he filed um, trademarks. He filed trademark applications for Yeezy. In the the fields of blockchain currencies and, and like tokens. So that's like, you know, cryptocurrencies and shit. So imagine like the fucking Yeezy coin or some shit. Amusement parks, campaign buttons, cosmetics, metaverse experiences, productions of TV and radio programs, and retail stores. Yo, it's about to go fucking down. Like when people when people think Yeezy... They have no idea what's what's coming because he truly has the power to be like the physical, if this makes sense, because it may not make sense because he's also going into like the metaverse and stuff, right? But like he has the power to be the next Walmart. You know what I'm saying? You know how everybody used to go to Walmart for everything? Well, Yeezy is about to have everything, his own fucking... Um, He's got his music devices, his little speakers. He's got his clothes. He's got his shoes. He has his music now. I wouldn't doubt it if, give him 10 years from now, he'll be on some Tyler Perry shit and even start directing movies and having compounds and shit. Like, it's only just begun. Like, the fact that he's, <laughs> this shit's for signaling to intend to launch amusement parks. Can you imagine that shit? A Yeezy amusement park? Where every ride's based around like a fucking oh alright. I don't even want I don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Yo, Yeezy, Yeezy team, if y'all are working on this shit, contact me. Contact me. Cause I have some badass ideas. But guys, this is this is insane. So, you know, he just filed a bunch of trademarks for uh for a bunch of different shit. So it's gonna pop off, you know. It's gonna pop off. He's he's up to some he's up to something. And it's gonna be good. You know, True Love is coming out, like I said, on that XXX Tentacion album. And um, apparently Donna 2 might drop. So who knows? I was fucking around with the stem player earlier. That shit, is, that shit is still tight as fuck. I still have fun with that thing. I can't believe I haven't fucked around with the since. But, you know, to be fair, I wasn't fucking around with the metaverse thing. And I've had that. And that's like another fucking device that I paid for, too. And I think that they're kind of like the same price. Kind of the same price. Huh, interesting, but yeah, you know, that's uh, that's kind of what I had in my mind. That's kind of what I had in my mind, guys. 
Um, I hope you guys are having a good-ass fucking day. Like I said, I don't know when you guys listen to this, whether it's morning, afternoon, evening. But shit, you guys, hope you guys are having a great-ass fucking time. I think I ran out of shit to talk about. That'll interest you. If you want, I'll bring up one more fucking topic. One more fucking topic. And check this out. This is for my rock fans out there, okay? This is for my rock fans out there. In 1991, for everybody who knows, there was one song that changed the world, right? Oh, no. <laughs> in 1991 Almost had you guys You see how I built it up pretty good This fucking song Took over the radios And changed The whole rock scene Pop culture was trying to dress Grungy Everybody started rocking fucking More of the converse and the, and the ripped up jeans And the long hair And the fucking flannels And looking dirty and to this day, there is a subculture of people that still dress like this. Well, check this out. The insane thing that, you know, I guess I didn't really know or didn't put too much attention on until now is that in 1991, everybody only talked about this record, right? There were some other bands that were big, but in a span of 44 days, that's a little under two months. Metallica's The Black Album, Pearl Jam 10, Guns N' Roses' Use Your Illusion, Red Hot Chili Peppers' Blood Sugar Sex Magic, Soundgarden's Bad Motorfinger, and Nirvana's Nevermind dropped in less than two months. Tell me 1991 was not the best fucking year for like the last badass decade of rock music, man. Because like when everybody thinks badass rock music, we think the 70s. We think like, you know, like either Woodstock or like, you know, Pink Floyd. And both of those eras were equally impactful. But then 1991 was like the last rock that everybody kind of unanimously, you know, that everybody can agree that we all fuck with. Because these songs were, a lot of these songs were badass. You know, there's like, don't get me wrong. There's bands in the 2000s that are making, you know, their rounds and resurfacing again, like My Chemical Romance and stuff like that. But I feel like those, by the time that those bands started coming out, they were definitely more for for specific groups of people. They were definitely, you know, it wasn't more of a whole pop culture as a whole. Or it wasn't like the society as a whole didn't adopt them. It was like little niche groups of people that would latch onto those. So now they're coming back and it's like impactful for those groups. But like if we imagined a tour, you know, rest in peace Soundgarden, rest in peace, you know, or rest in peace Chris Cornell, rest in peace Kurt Cobain. But can you imagine if there was a tour where all these bands went out together and performed like that two month span of music, just those records. That would single handedly probably still be considered the best fucking rock concert of this era if that happened right now, right? Like, I think that's fucking dope. Like, I did not pay attention to that. That's a lot of good fucking records. Really good records. Like, and I was a huge Pro Jam fan. For those of you guys who don't know, I actually toured around the country listening to Pro Jam. And actually, I think I'm, we're going to close it out there. 
I'm gonna tell you guys more. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come on and make another episode, talk about some more shit. But for now, I'm gonna call it. I'm gonna call it a day. Need to listen to this Post Malone record some more. Need to check out some other new release stuff that came out. But I'm gonna leave you guys with another record that came out in that year, 1991. This is Pearl Jam. And everybody knows Alive, and everybody knows Even Flow, and everybody knows Jeremy from those records. But does everybody know Porch? Have a good one, guys. Thank you for listening. I'm Herb. This has been the Urban Society Podcast. You're listening to Pearl Jam's Porch. Have a good day. Oh, all day today, my butterfingers have been slipping. You see how even my phone wanted to play Jeremy? Ridiculous. It's almost like the fucking radio is controlling my phone, too. All right. We're actually ending the show with Garden by Pearl Jam. Have a good night, guys. Thank you guys for listening.